This is 3040 Parent. There's too many things that other people just don't talk about. Sometimes it's hard stuff, but sometimes it's just like, what is going on here? But we're not the first people to face this. So let's talk about the weird stuff. Today, social bargain hunting. I'm pretty new to bargain hunting, but I'm also pretty addicted. Like I think about deals almost constantly. Not deals on everything, but definitely on every extra little thing. Things like backyard water fountains, beach umbrellas, smart lights, and some regular stuff like tape. I plan out where to buy them, when to buy them, when they're gonna be at their biggest discount, and what stores are most likely to mark things down the most. Not just like between Walmart and Target, but like which Target is gonna be the best Target to go to. Now that I know these deals are possible, I'm kind of always thinking about how to get the most stuff at a price that not only makes these things attainable, but really at a price that I don't have to think about. Like this past weekend, I went to six targets in two hours to find a deal on tape. Duct tape, right? I know, but I got like 25 rolls for 25 bucks. Just to give you a point of reference, each duct tape roll is usually about $5, so this was easily $100 of savings. That's all my story, and it's meant as a compliment to this episode, so you can read it on civilmatador.com, titled Target Bargain Hunting. That's where you'll get to hear how I got into all this, starting with Michael's, the highs and the lows. Here, I'm going to talk to the woman who really hooked me into all this, the Target Bargain Hunter. Her Instagram account has saved me hundreds of dollars, and it's also kind of improved parts of my family's life. So I really like this woman, and I can't wait to welcome her to the show. Hi, I'm Victoria, and I am the Target Bargain Hunter on Instagram. How do you define like a bargain hunter? What do you consider yourself? I guess a bargain hunter is obviously different from a couponer. So I started out as a couponer, but a bargain hunter goes after weekly deals. And then there's a whole bunch of clearance that a bargain hunter would cover. How'd you make that transition? Why'd you decide to, did you leave couponing behind altogether and go after bargain hunting or are you just doing both now? So I coupon behind the scenes for myself, but I saw there were so many people out there better than me. And then a lot of people were paying for coupons and it was just, it was a lot of work. And I found my niche in clearance hunting because I wanted to decorate my house um, since I was extremely broke, <laughs> my bank account was at a negative and I just wanted to have a normal life. So that's kind of how I started. Was there a point at which you made this transition of like, I'm really going to do this. Like, I'm definitely going to be going to Target or Dollar Tree all the time. So um, I kind of live in a rural-ish area <laughs> and Target is the closest store to me. And I've always loved, you know, they... They have more high-end looking stuff compared to Walmart. And once I found out that I could get that at 90% off sometimes, I was like, maybe I should focus on Target. I, I love their vibe. I love their decor. It was a lot more my style. So I wanted to see what else I could get on clearance and kind of learn their clearance patterns and um, kind of create my life from there. Okay, how much time would you say you actually spend shopping every week? Ooh, that <laughs> that really depends on a day-to-day -day basis. So it depends how busy I am um, at work. Uh, usually I try to do when it's in-store shopping. So in-store shopping is about one to six hours, mostly around five to six hours on my days off. 
Um, and like I said, the minimum one hour a week. But online, I start immediately the second I wake up trying to find deals and post them immediately. How, how many targets do you consider your stores? Oh, my gosh. How many? Ooh, probably like six or seven. And half of those are at least 45 to an hour away from me. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is a that is a commitment. I am. So <laughs> is your house now completely decked out, like fully loaded down or uh, or do you just or do you not purchase all the deals you find? Oh, my house is completely decked out, not only in Target, but whatever I find. I love thrifting and bargaining as well at thrift stores. So nothing in my house is full price. It ranges from a moneymaker free to 70% off. I do not purchase full price anymore. At all? You don't do anything full price? I was joking yesterday with someone and I was like, the only full price item I buy weekly is Junior Mints at 99 cents. And that is it. <laughs> that is the only thing that doesn't have a coupon. <laughs> so yeah, that that's it. Just my candy. So how long have you been doing this? I started this at the very end of 2018. Um, and then I opened my page in the first week of January in 2019. Okay, so you've been doing this for a while, gone through a couple seasonal cycles. Do you have storage for, I mean, if you're buying, if you're going shopping all this time and you're buying all this stuff, you obviously have a lot of seasonal stuff, a lot of new stuff. Are you giving it away? What, what, what happens when your house is full? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> there came a point where I had to start giving stuff away because when you start bargain hunting and clearing shopping and couponing, you just kind of build this pile you buy even though you don't necessarily need it. Um, and I... I noticed that I got a little out of hand, um, but I do donate a <laughs> lot to shelters near me, uh, people that just really need it. Um, and then I started giving away some of my stuff as gifts. So I would have family and friends come over and show interest. And I'm like, you know what? Just take it. I don't I don't need it. I don't like it that much. You guys can have it. Um, but I've kind of changed my ways and I evaluate within the store and I'm like, do I really need this? before I walk out. Um, but a lot of my stuff is stored in my boyfriend's garage. <laughs> <laughs> and he hates it. He's like, Oh, my gosh, you're bringing more stuff in today. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a really good deal. <laughs> so there's that. Was it hard to get to that point where you had to start putting stuff back? Was is it still a struggle? Or, or is it something you're used to doing now? I guess sometimes it's a struggle because you're like, okay, I know this is 70% off or I know this is 90% off. And if I put this back right now, it might not be there in an hour. I may never find this again. So my bad habit now is like buying and then returning, but then it sucks because then you got to wait in line to return and I hate returning stuff. It always feels so embarrassing because I do it often. <laughs> wait, that's interesting. It's embarrassing for you to return stuff. Do you ever get embarrassed doing the bargain shopping? And uh, I mean, I follow you. So I know that you often have employees helping you find these bargains. So uh, do you ever get nervous about about that sort of thing as well? Or is it just the returns that you're nervous about? I had been that way in the beginning. I was really nervous 
in the beginning, but um, the employees got to know me. Um, they know my face. Some of them actually know my name. Some of them actually follow me on Instagram and TikTok because um, they want to know what kind of deals are within Target for themselves. So I just build relationships and that helps me like calm down and I'm not some weirdo walking around a store for two hours scanning everything. They they always walk in and they're like, oh my gosh, we haven't seen you in two days. Like I cannot miss a beat. They notice if I'm not there. It's <laughs> wild. <laughs> That's kind of weird to me, but yeah. I kind of had that experience. You were posting about the discounts at Target's outdoor se- section. And so mm-hmm. I went to some Targets around me to get some of that stuff. And it was the employees that were buying everything off the shelves. Yes. Like the employees were just walking up and taking it and tucking behind the register to, to purchase when they leave. Um, I'd never seen that before. So I guess this is like a more common thing than uh, than I expected. Technically, they're not supposed to do that. I worked retail. So I know like when you're on the clock, you're not supposed to like hide anything or touch anything. But I'm like, you know what? It's a really good sale. I hope they enjoy it. <laughs> Uh, you said that you donate a lot of stuff, so you've really kind of come kind of to the other side from when you started, right? You said you started all this because you didn't have a lot of money and you wanted nice mm-hmm. things, which I feel like everyone in the world can agree with. Uh, and now you have so much you're donating it. Um, so what what kind of places do you do you donate to? or what's do you do certain shopping for donating or is it just stuff you've already found on discount that you then donate? So just a, a little background on me here. Um, I grew up in Miami. Um, not in the best of areas in Miami. So I grew up knowing the struggle, seeing the struggle, like it it was not that grand. And I just wanted to make a difference. So I told myself, you know, like when I get older and I have stuff, I want to help my family. I want to help others. So Seeing the need growing up and knowing like what the need was, I buy essential items. I buy clothing, um, especially at Dollar General when it goes 90% off plus an extra 20% off, just whatever I can get. And I donate it to women's shelters, homeless shelters, just whatever areas are around me that really need the help because not a lot of people donate essentials. They donate broken stuff and old clothes, but not new stuff, you know, especially there's um, a women's shelter around me that is in constant need of toys because there's so many people coming in and out. And there's kids that are coming in empty handed with nothing. They were taken out of their homes and they have nothing. So that to me always sits on my heart. Um, So right now I'm very focused on finding clearance toys and finding kids clothing and donating that. Wow. That's, that's probably the best use I've ever heard of target clearance items. Like, thank you for doing that. That sounds fantastic. So now to completely change gears, how did you decide to take this lifestyle that you created of bargain hunting and turn it into something for social media? The target bargain hunter actually started out as a joke. This was my first time, um, sorry, first Christmas in North Carolina by myself. And I just wanted to decorate my house. And I walked into Target one day um, and I was like, oh my God, they're at 90% off. So I made this little silly video. I wouldn't say like mocking influencers, (laughs) but 
I posted it on my Facebook to my friends and family and they thought it was just so catchy and funny. And they're like, hey, that was kind of good. Why don't you open like an Instagram, like an account or something and post videos like this? And I was like, I don't think that'll, you know, anything will happen, but I decided to do it. And then it kind of launched from there at first slowly and then really fast. You go to more places than just Target. What other stores do you shop at or where all do you bargain hunt? I do. So kind of like what's around me more. There's a lot of stores I go out of my way sometimes. Um, So Target, of course, I do Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Dollar General. Um, I started focusing more on world market. Um, I don't know if you have a world market in California. Oh, I know world market. Yes, I love world market. And they actually go 70 and 90% off pretty often. And people don't know that. So I also started going to that store. But that's that's mainly my core stores that I focus on. Do you notice any difference in your audience when you go to, to certain stores versus versus other stores like do you notice your audience gloms on more to target than maybe cvs or is everyone kind of looking for a deal anywhere they can get it i i have noticed that i've taken note um a lot of my followers obviously look to me for target stuff because it's in my name but if i post something that's 70 75 90 percent off i get a higher influx of people. So they know me for posting 90% off. Now I only make posts when items go to their lowest, whether that be the 70 or the 90. What kind of person do you think of as your average audience member? Uh, Like, do you have a profile for them? Is it maybe something unexpected or... Uh, or who do you think you're talking to most of the time? Well, Instagram actually gives me some of those statistics. So I do notice my my audience is around late 20s to their 50s. That's my largest. So there's a lot of moms out there. I do get a lot of parents. I get a lot of moms and dads. That's mainly the largest audience. And I also occasionally get thank you letters from people who are struggling and they weren't open about it or anything. And I I got two beautiful letters during Christmas from two of my followers. One of them was um, from a mom, single mom. She was struggling the entire year, could not afford any Christmas presents. And I had posted about the Target 90% off Christmas. And she was able to get her daughter Christmas presents, including Target's most expensive toy recently, which was an FAO Schwartz guitar on Christmas Day. She had nothing. Um, She's around five or six years old. And she wrote a letter to Santa um, crying, like, did you forget about me? And then the mom was able to put that gift under the tree with a card telling her Santa didn't forget you. And she sent me a video and pictures of her daughter with the guitar. And she was so elated And that makes me so happy because that's what I love doing. I love that I get to help single parents, struggling families. It makes it all worth it in the end. Oh, wow. That's such a huge story. From your experience, the the people you deal with, do you, when you, when you, when you think about the, what you're sharing and how people are interacting with it, is it people looking for essential goods or something that maybe is socially essential or is it? Or do you think it's mostly people just kind of grabbing 
anything they can at a discount. I mean, that that story, the Santa Claus is like so huge. That's such a huge thing that you gave this person this information that made their life arguably much better. So do you think most people are in that situation or do you think most people are just looking to buy something? I really think it's a mix. I feel like a lot of people have walked in my shoes and I've walked in theirs. Um, So everyone, I mean, (laughs) gas prices and house prices, everything is skyrocket high. So I think right now everyone is in a pinch. So they are looking for whatever deal, whatever sale, whatever clearance, whatever coupon they can use to save money. What do you think the biggest deal is that you found that you've missed out on? Um. Oh, my gosh. I would say the deal that I missed that sucked was a television. I was gifted a television for my parents years ago, like a decade ago. Um, when I graduated college, and it was on its last whim. And recently, I had missed a whole 70% off television clearance at Target. And I was very disappointed. But I will say, the best purchase was me actually finding a giant television that they were about to salvage from $600. I got it at $111. So it was meant for me. It worked out. It was my big oh, girl wow. purchase of the year. Yeah. <laughs> when you say they were about to salvage it, what do you mean by that? So salvaging for Target. Salvaging for Target means that the clearance has run its course um, and they zero it out of the system. So when you do scan it at a price scanner, the register, it'll say item not found. And they just kind of stick it in a box. Um, they either throw it away, which is crazy to me that a lot of stores throw away stuff. Um, they send it back to their headquarters or they create these pallets that they sell to kind of like a bargain buys place, Goodwills. Um, and then they, those locations, those third parties resell it from there. You actually tipped me off to an Oreo deal that was like that, which is I clearly is not as good as a $600 (laughs) television, but I walked in and found some Easter Oreos and they scanned at zero and uh, you'd give me the advice to, via your Instagram, you'd give me the advice to uh, suggest 90% off. And they scanned them. They came up as nothing. And, they go, and the guy goes, did you find these on the shelf? Like, what did they say when you rang them up? I, I go, they said zero. They said free. And the guy's like, all right, well, I guess they're not in the system. You can just take them. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. <laughs> That's a very rare, rare, rare thing to happen. But, yeah, they're, they're delicious, aren't they? Oh, they were so good. You know what? Freebies taste so much better. <laughs> they really do. Do you t- so you talked about the stores throwing stuff away and that was surprising to you. Have you learned more about the way like Target or these stores that you shop at a lot? Have you learned more about how they work, like how they make these discounts or how they work a little bit behind the scenes? I do. After a few years of being able to analyze them, you, you learn their patterns. Um, you learn, like, let's say, for example, um, they have two types of spring lines that come in at different times and they'll clearance at different times. Um, You learn uh, what will go 90% off and which brands are excluded every single year. 
So it's just like a lot of studying, a lot of asking questions, a lot of befriending managers um, <laughs> to, to get insights. Um, and some of them will let me know when certain things are on clearance or when they come in store. So there's like a huge benefit to following someone like you, right? Because you're going to understand maybe more of how things are actually going to work than anybody picking it up and just looking and being like, it's own clearance. I should talk about it. You have like a deeper understanding of how things might go. I do. Um, I did notice like years ago, my mom was into buying like post Christmas clearance, but a lot of people don't know that items don't just go 50% off. They will drop further. Um, and I think that's where there's kind of like a disconnect and I'm trying to reach that audience of being like, no, don't touch that at 50% off. Don't do it. <laughs> like it's going to drop. You can save more money if you just leave it on the shelf for like three more days. But it's so hard. Like you said, it might not be there in three days when it hits that 70 or 90% off. Right. And that's why I check various stores to make sure like, okay, if it's gone before it's 70% off, at least I knew this other store had like five of them or 10 of them. So that's where I have to keep an eye on all my stores at all times. <laughs> uh, I want to talk just a little bit about social media and how people can connect with you and uh, where what kind of stuff you look for. Do you look at other accounts? Like, How do you find other accounts or do you follow hashtags or anything like that? Or, or is all your experience just hands-on in the store? I will follow other accounts that are more concentrated on other stores like Walmart or CVS or Walgreens. Um, I have I have my little core group on Instagram and we talk to each other and we kind of share secrets, share pictures, but mostly I'm big on crediting people. So if I find something at Dollar General that, you know, another Dollar General queen found, I will be like, thank you to blah, blah, blah. Um, and they do it vice versa. So it's very much uh, a community. Um, obviously, there are bad apples out there. But for the most part, uh, everyone in this community is very helpful. Um, you said you guys share secrets. So are there deals that you don't tip off just regular people like me to? Not immediately. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things that we know there's not a lot of in store. And if some of us really want it, like some I am guilty <laughs> of going into Target and putting it in my cart. Because uh, I notice a lot of people are starting to notice me in my area. It's kind of weird. I'll get messages and be like, hey, I saw you in Ross. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I don't, <laughs> you didn't say hi. Who are you? Um, so I know like the second I post something, it'll be gone within minutes. Um, and it's funny because I've seen people at the store like have my video on or be looking at one of the pictures I posted. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to walk away now. Uh, let's let them have that stuff. But I, I sometimes will go in and, and get my stuff before and then go live and be like, hey, guys, come and get it. Not at this store, though. It won't be there. <laughs> How does that feel? How does it? You, I mean, you are a uh, at least local celebrity at that point, if not at least a, a pretty general well-known personality. How how does that feel? How does it feel to be in a store? You work so hard to 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 provide these things for your own life. And now you're getting this feedback from people that you're helping them live their own life a little bit better. 
do you get excited? Do you get nervous about all this? Are you worried what's going to happen next? Or is it just like super thrilling? It's, <laughs> it's like exciting and weird. Um, so like a lot of my friends make fun of me. Um, <laughs> and they're like, Oh, my God, I know a celebrity. And I'm like, ah, ha, ha. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't see myself as, you know, like this big personality or anything. I don't let it get to my head. Um, and for me, what keeps me going is knowing that I'm helping people that need help the most. That is the only reason why I keep this account going. That's why I keep hustling. For me, it's the people who struggle and, and being able to help them out. But to talk about what I was saying um, a, a minute ago, one of my friends, so funny, she had one of her best friends reach out to her. That best friend does not know me. And she's like, oh, my God, you got to check out this account. I'm obsessed with this girl. Um, I love <laughs> shopping with her. I take her videos in store. Um, and we actually met up during Christmas time. And him and his wife, like, geeked out. He was like, oh, my God, you're the Target Bargain Hunter. And he's like, honey, look, it's the Target Bargain Hunter. Can you believe it? <laughs> I was like, I just stared at them. I'm like, oh, is this a – oh, no, you're being serious. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it's like weird and exciting and fun. It's it's a lot of different emotions. Speaking of helping people out, if people want to get involved, is Instagram the best social platform to find these deals on? It is. I, I did notice it very much depends on your age. So a lot of older people like my mother, who's in her 60s, uh, tend to look for these bargains on Facebook. Um, Facebook is not the best uh, because of their algorithm. But uh, for me, my focus right now is Instagram and I'm trying to grow my YouTube and TikTok. You, you talk a lot about Telegram. How what What's the deal with your Telegram? So Instagram and TikTok like to shadow ban um, and delete certain videos, even though like the content it was reported for is not, not anything illegal or bad. Um, I, I remember posting a deal on Walgreens um, about uh, clearance uh, cough medicine um, and Instagram took it down and they shadow banned me. So Telegram is this platform where it's kind of like a private chat where you can post deals. You're not censored or anything. We tend to post glitches on there and all our followers are instantly notified. There's no weird algorithm or anything. They just can run to the deals and get them immediately. And do you have any hashtags that you follow or you suggest people follow on uh, on Instagram? I would say the best hashtags to follow if you're specifically looking for clearance um, would be the store and then you put clearance after. So I post a lot under the hashtag uh, Target clearance, Walmart clearance, Dollar General clearance. So uh, you said you kind of have this little social crew, this like deal gang mm -hmm. that uh, that you talk with. Do you want to uh, share any of their handles? My favorite clearance and couponing accounts that I follow and I'm good friends with uh, Texas Bargain Huntress, but it would be TX Bargain underscore Huntress. There's Brody Saves. She's a Dollar General queen. I absolutely love her. Deals with Nat 2, the number two, she is literally the Walmart queen. If you want to find any clearance at Walmart, you need to go follow her page. Um, and those are 
my big three that I follow um, for all things clearance, and we just talk amongst ourselves. <laughs> um, and uh, last question, when do you start shopping for Christmas? Literally once Christmas goes 90% off. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I start packing. Like, I'm telling you, my boyfriend's garage is at 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 its peak. It is. It's bad. It's bad. (laughs) Thanks so much to Victoria, the target bargain hunter. Thanks for being a part of the show and for honestly all the tips you've given me. So you, I mean, what do you think about all this? I'm clearly fascinated. I love this. But at the same time, you know, I can't deny that there is this questionable materialism about all this. In the companion piece on Civil Matador, I really dive into this weird, is it okay to want what I want issue a lot more. But I want to know from you, what do you think? How does this make you feel? Sure, what Victoria is doing is awesome, but that's not what I'm doing. I'm buying this for me. Let me know what you think. Find me on Instagram at Civil Matador or email me from the blog. Okay, 3040 Parent was produced and hosted by me, Bob Christian. You'll find links to the Target Bargain Hunter and all her favorite Bargain Hunter accounts in the show notes. And again, just thanks so much, Victoria. This is a Civil Matador podcast. Find out more at civilmatador.com.